The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing, with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie. Welcome to Transformational Healing. We're so glad that you're with us today because we have a very special guest and I would like to shout out to the world. We're glad you're listening. And um, Pat, is there any country in the world that you would like to welcome to our show today? Oh, there's so many. Of course, the good old United States, but also Australia and Scotland and England and uh, my travels to uh, Hawaii. All right, thank you. You have been listening to Pat Glory, who is our special guest today. She is with a degree in energy medicine, is a licensed spiritual healer. She's a director and founder of Heal of I'm sorry, founder of Delta of Healing Institute in Houston, Texas. She was initiated in the ancient arts of healing by the Native Americans. She's a ceremonial leader, healing and clearing the waters of the world. So, I would like to welcome Pat Flurry. Pat, are you there? I am here, Bonnie, and thank you. I'm delighted to, to speak on uh, Voice America. Thank you. So how did a grandmother of six wonderful grandkids decide to change your career of 45 years? Well, Bonnie, that's one of those things that uh, I would like to get into with you, but in the, in the uh, spirit of the Native Americans, I would love to um, offer a prayer to bring us into that healing energy first. Would that be okay with your listeners? Sure. Okay. So the prayer is, Great Creator of the Universe, you have given us another day that has never been used before. It is ours to design and to live. And we pray it is in a good way. And we will travel with you. We recognize, honor, and pray for the help of the ancient spirits of the earth the air, the fire, the water elements, to work with us. We are grateful for all the kingdoms of our earth that nourish us in this human and spiritual body. Also, we invite in the ancestor spirits, the grandmothers and the grandfathers that have the divine DNA imprint on our cells that make us who we are. They are here now to be with you 
and we are so grateful for you and the wisdom keepers of our family heritage. You have walked the earth before and know how hard it is for us. We ask, Creator, that this day might bring light and joy into the world by the footsteps we leave. We are so grateful to have this experience. Amen and aho. 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 Thank you, Pat. May I call you Pat? Oh, please do. Please do. Okay. So, Bonnie, you asked me that question about how this funny old grandma, who is now 74 years old, (laughs) got into the healing arts and also into the Native American healing uh, traditions. Um, I can tell you for sure that you just don't wake up one morning and say, gee, I think I'd like to be a medicine woman and a teacher. But deep inside, I knew uh, that this was my dream. Somehow evolving through the life lessons and testing until that new awakening lets you know you're on the right path, you keep on trucking. You find you're finally expressing who you are and you love to get up in the morning. And because each lifetime is a journey for soul growth, we get intentionally lost or take a detour of distraction to experience all we came into Mother Earth School to love. I know that there is small print in the bottom of my soul contract that I signed. And may I just say, I'll probably read it very closely next time. (laughs) Boy, do I hear that. (laughs) So the... The way my life has brought me into the world of healer and the teacher and trying to blend it all along the way, um, I like to tell my story to others because I think about their journey and the struggles that they're having. Right. um, Our our life is a huge experiment of love in my mind, and we're mirrors for each other and how to learn this. And as far as I know, Earth is the only planet that we can come to experience this emotion. Yes, I agree with you. And we have not addressed uh, past lives on our radio program, but I'm sure our listeners are aware of that. I hope they are. I'm sorry, I I did not catch that, but I'm sure it went across the airways just fine. (laughs) I hope so, too. We're having some technical difficulties today, so... If we're not there, we'll have to redo it or something. But anyway, so so, so you are incorporating your energy medicine and your electromagnetic field healing skills with the ancient spiritual medicine men and women teachings of the Native Americans? Yes, I have been. In fact, I walk in two different worlds, and I try to find a bridge to cross over, and energy medicine was that bridge. Um, I actually started out in the scientific community in scientific healing. Um, so I had married my husband, Fred, and he was a great, fun-loving guy. His name was Fred Flurry, and he was the wind beneath my wings for 35 years. And he died in 1995, and I still miss him. We had two great boys, but not a huge income. So it was necessary for me to go to work. 
I started um, my healing career actually as a medical technician at a local hospital in Buffalo, New York. And back in those days, we had on-the-job training and for career advancement, and so I got an accredited degree as a medical technician. I loved my lab mm-hmm. work, and it was all science-based. I mean, it was all mental. There was nothing spiritual as far as I was concerned. <laughs> <laughs> so I had entered my first world, uh, the scientific world of medicine, measuring body functions by research, scientific drugs, behavioral sciences uh, to measure the brain's activity was all about testing and results. To me, it was nothing about the people themselves. So um, it's unusual in that world for a practitioner to use their own innate inner divine knowing. But I loved this at that time in my life. I just ate it up. And so um, I went to work every day with a big smile on my face. I went on and got several degrees in medical assisting, medical billing management, medical office management. Um, And as a medical technician, I worked in cancer research, um, comparing on the cellular level healthy cells versus cancer cells. I didn't know it, uh, Bonnie, at the time, but this was God's way of preparing me for my future work in my practice. Because now I can visualize those cells when my clients come to me and I know what the cells are doing and and how they're breaking down. But in that world, honey, there's so much paperwork and very little patient contact. Um, To me, the doctors and the medical personnel are becoming computer and paper pushers. You know, the doctors do complain about that. Yes, they do, and I can't blame them. It has increased, 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 and you would think with the computers it would be easier, but it truly isn't. There's more demands on their time than ever. But I knew that world had to come to a stop. Uh, My body was breaking down. I I call it job burnout. I know that one, too. Do you know that one? Yes, I do. (laughs) And the only way my my body could tell me something was wrong is it started to hurt, and so I started to get sick. But I knew I wanted to stay in the healing arts, Bonnie, so this dream was going to have to have a miracle happen. Um, And that's when I entered the second world of the native healer, the world in the Indian health laws. Uh Uh-huh. So I'd like to tell you that part, if it's okay with you. It it really kind of brings it all together. Please, please do. Oh, thank you. I was hired by Southern Medical Association to work in a small hospital in South Dakota where I was exposed to the Native American health system. By talking to the Natives, I began to read and study the ancient healing how they blended the modern-day world of medicine with the ancient healing skills and, and their native plants. This was all new to me. I just couldn't get enough of it. They told me the world of the native healer is so different. The native healer will intuitively touch the body, actually make friends with the cellular structure, and listen for the life force song within us. I had never heard that. I had never heard that either. That's great. We actually have our own song that we came to sing 
And it's within and so, ourselves. Pat, do you can you can you hear that in a person? Um, I am more kinesthetic in that I'm good at heal, uh, using my healing skills for feeling. And so I know the vibration of the person's song, and I feel the energy. And if the song is joyful and so forth, I feel the energy very strong within every cell. But when the energy is depleted and gone into a disease state, then you can hardly, hardly feel that song at all. And the life force seems to be going out of the body. Hmm. That is most interesting. Uh, Pat, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie, and you are listening to Transformational Healing with our guest, Pat Flurry. And when we went to break, we went to a quick break, Pat was giving us some information that was very important. So, Pat, can you pick up on that thought? Yeah, we were talking about the life force energy, the song within us. 
and the natives told me about illness, and it says, our illness and diseases is the absence of your own song you came here to sing. You forget who you are. And that's what cancer's all about. It's our own cells that forget who they are, and they forget to produce new cells, and so they consequently are abnormal. But it's the love song that's missing, and that song has to resonate between the Creator, Mother Earth, Father Sky, and you, and that's what keeps your life force going in your body for as long as you're destined to walk this earth. This was so new to me, and it made perfect sense. So when the heart can't hear Mother Earth's heartbeat, which is exactly like our own rhythm, the body creates a wake-up call for us, and the only way to do that is pain. It's the way our heart can get the message to us. And it might be an inner separation of physical mental, emotional, spiritual, but it's all pain on some level that makes us kind of stop and look and say, hey, what's going on here? So the native healer tells me that they work with the energies of these songs and the old dances to help us remember. They call in the ancestors, your ancestors, to help heal. And also they call in the plant kingdom in prayer, And they pray over the patient always. Um, And the the prayers consist of bringing in all the kingdoms of the earth um, because they feel each one is a messenger. And so they use the terminology, Mayatakawe Oasin, we are all related and we are all one. Bonnie, I love this second world. I love the way they thought, the way they and how the body responded when they did their healings. Well, tell us about it. Well, I was um, a show-me person, and so I had to be be convinced that this would work in my scientific world and also in my energy healing world. And so um, God knew this, and so he sent me an example I landed a a job out in uh, a remote part of Arizona in a little 60-bed hospital in Tuba City. It was uh, 2003, and I lived on the Navajo Reservation. I was um, a consultant group uh, to train the hospital staff how to transition from a government-controlled hospital to the Indian health laws where there was extreme difficulty and declining health care. And the natives wanted a fee-for-service hospital where the natives could have control. They were locked into an old treaty of the 1890s that said the government could build and supply the hospitals, the equipment, the management, and then give the hospital budget to run all departments. So the natives applied for a revision through the House and Senate Bill number 619, and it became part of a pilot program for two years. This job assignment was huge because if this small 60-bed hospital could succeed and transition over, it would enable the government treaties of the 1890s to be revised. 
giving control to the natives to merge their own health care. Well, we did manage to reverse the old paradigm, and they won their freedom. I did not realize when I started that job that this also started my second world to walk in. I was actually going to start to walk in the shoes of the Native American, Bonnie. Uh-huh. And that's when you received your Native American name? I'm sorry? Say again? Okay. When did you receive your Native name? Oh, the name. Okay, the name came um, after an encounter that I had at the hospital. It was with a dusty old pickup truck that pulled up in the emergency area. It was loaded down with the family, the adults and kids, and very ill older man, plus two dogs and one medicine man. <laughs> they all came in except the dogs. <laughs> the scruffy old dog <laughs> stayed in the truck. <laughs> but I could not help but notice that the medicine man had many sacks, and later on he called it his medicine bags. So the patient was admitted, placed in a room, and I wandered down the hallway, Bonnie, and I never, ever dreamed of the vision I would see. I'll never forget it. Here was the sterile hospital room, resident physician in a starched white lab coat, shine shoes, business attire, and stethoscope around his neck. And he was writing orders for the many tests that needed to be run, the lab, the x-ray, the CAT scan, the EKG all running on machines, with the exception of manipulating the organs. The physician never touched the body, but he set his intent to find out what was wrong through the tests, and he strolled down onto the next patient. In the opposite corner was the bent-over, toothless medicine man, dusty clothes from the long 70-mile trip from the Hopi Reservation. His plaid shirt was worn and faded, and he was in sagging blue jeans. His moccasins looked like, you know, he'd walked many, many miles. He was searching in his medicine bag for the sacred blue corn to give an offering to the healing spirits to ask for their help. He also called in the kachinas, which we would call angels, to be around the hospital room. And then he proceeded on with the objects in his medicine bag. Well, I took this all in, Bonnie, because I... It was so new to me. I knew what I carried in my medicine bag, but I was surprised that he had a turtle shell rattle, his drum, sweet grass to bring in the spirit world. So I started asking questions, and his family said, you have to wait until he finishes the ancient healing songs. So he started to sing these beautiful ancient songs, to the client's body. And he took on the look and the energy of the shamanic healer. He was definitely not working alone. He was working with a huge divine life force. Well, this got me really interested, and I thought, I want what he's got. I want to learn. So the way this all came about, to answer your question, I was told by one of the natives, the Navajo natives, the medicine man, that he would teach me, but really I was Hopi. I didn't know what that meant and the foggiest idea what that meant. But what it did mean is that I carried the energy of the Hopi beliefs. 
the ancient prophecies, the ancient songs, and so forth. I had no idea I did this. I mean, this was so brand new. So anyhow, I did. I went out on the Hopi Reservation, studied with the elders. They were so kind. And they taught me many things, but they also said, you need to study even more and go through the initiations because it's time for you to get your name. So I took a look at this and said, well, okay, I've got a name, but whatever. Let's see what you come up with. (laughs) You can imagine how, how really out of this I was, okay? So they contacted me with an elder, and the elder taught me how to prepare for my name. Um, The elder, Ronald, taught me of the importance of any place that you walk on sacred land, you're to ask permission. You just don't go barging in there and use people's property and land and so forth. He also told me and taught me how to use the totems, the rattles, the drums, the songs and so forth with gratitude because they're the ones that hold the healing energy. And then he told me the worst part, buddy, I had to do sweat lodges, a personal vision quest, and I had to have personal process. I had to wow. prepare I had to prepare for my name. I just wasn't going to be given one. <laughs> so after oh, all dear. that Yeah, so after all that I was called by um by the natives, Rainbow Grandmother. And I carry a rainbow drum painted with all the children in a circle of the world on my drum. Oh, okay. Rainbow Grandmother? It's called Rainbow Grandmother, yes. Okay, and it's not Winsong Spirit? Well, it is. But at that time, I wasn't ready for that name. They told me that name would come later that I had more initiations I had to do. They well, said, how, did you, how did you manage the sweat lodge? Did you do okay? I did okay. I really did. It was um, four days, and we were in an enclosed area, uh, all alone, out in the wilderness. Uh, at this point, I was doing this in Texas. So I was under the pine trees. And... Um, There was a small space, maybe four by six feet, and we were uh, confined to that space. We could not get out. Um, We had supporters that were eating and drinking for us, so I actually wasn't hungry or thirsty. Um, I I was out there with just a journal and a small um, ground chair to sit on and just left there with a sleeping bag. So it was quite an experience, and um, I was very ready to come in when the time was right. But I I did stay there, and that's when I found out that my spirit name would come in two years. And I thought, oh, my gosh, two years more of initiation? I don't know if I can do all this. But but somehow God is kind, and uh, the right people came into my life, and I worked through my own... I call it my stuff. Everybody has stuff that we got to work through. Right. Sure enough, um, at the end of that time, I was given a sacred stone, and on the stone was my name, Winsong Spirit. Oh. It couldn't have been more perfect, because I am, the favorite element of mine is the wind, the air element. 
And uh, some days I'm nice and calm, and some days I'm frisky and whirling around. (laughs) It's like the wind. (laughs) And then uh, the song part of it is I always have loved to sing, and so I love chanting, and I love the ancient songs. And then spirit comes in where I know the work that I do is not mine. I know I have so much help from the spirit realm. So... I didn't pick that name, believe me. I never could have picked that name, but it's exactly perfect for me. Great. Okay. Hey, Pat, let's take another quick break. Okay. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Ouch! What do you think of when you think of dental procedures? Well, when you think about it, the teeth and the rest of the body are strongly connected. What happens in one part affects the other. In the Tooth Body Connection with host Dr. Don Ewing, we'll explain more about these concepts as well as discuss the role that your teeth play in your overall health. You'll learn about amalgams and how removing them the wrong way can be toxic to your body. Tune in Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show & Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to healingtouchtx at aol.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back to Transformational Healing. Today we are so excited to be listening to Rainbow Grandmother or Windsong Spirit, a.k.a. Pat Flory. So we'll go back to Pat and uh, see what other information she's got for us. Pat, are you there? Yes, I'm here. And this is an ancient teaching that I'd like to share with your listeners, Bonnie. I okay. learned this I learned this wonderful way to look at life from Michael Looking Coyote. 
in his CD called Great Spirit Told Me. Um, it's what I use to teach my clients of how their old patterns no longer fit and that you have to let go of the old ways and beliefs, uh, making space in ourselves to create a new life. Uh-huh. So I tell them the story of the sacred hoop. The Native Americans say, you notice that everything an Indian does is in a circle. That is because the power of the world and all things work in circles. The sky is round, the earth is round, and so are all the stars as they move across the heavens. The wind, it spins in circles called dust devils in its greatest power. Birds make their nest in circles, and theirs is the same religion as ours. They honor the great creator. Even the seasons form a great circle in the four directions and always return where they were. So the life That's of the true, but I never thought of I never thought of it that way either. Okay, carry on. Okay. So Michael looking coyote says the life of a man is a circle from childhood to childhood. And so it is in everything where power moves. Everything journeys in circles. Nothing truly has a beginning and an end. When we were born, we bring with us the echo of another past. When we think, we incorporate into our thoughts the visions and hopes of another future. We are still working in the circles. Great mystery is eternal, and we too have a never-ending existence. When we do that which is bad, negative actions may follow in our wake for many generations. When we do good, we make the lives of the future generations blessed. Now that really warmed my heart because to think that my grandchildren and my great-great-grandchildren are influenced by the circles I make So when we do good, we bless future generations. Some say we cannot proceed into the future. It is true that we're not allowed to know everything we have done and everything we will do. Only great mystery knows all. However, Creator has given us the ability and the intelligence to engineer our actions. If we wish to do good, we can. Only our own weaknesses prevent us. Oh, wow. Wow. You're not kidding. <laughs> and when we're called to help others, uh, how do we know our calling? Our calling is really important because the heart has to speak. You get all your lessons that you have learned with the experiences you have in life. And there's some lessons that are wonderful lessons that you take and you keep, and there's other lessons that you take in that show you what you don't want. So what you need to do is start to learn to discern what is good for me, what is good for my heart and my journey, and what isn't so good, what doesn't feel good inside of me. So our chakras play into this very greatly when we talk about our life task and our world task. 
The third chakra rear is about why you came here in this lifetime. It's called your life task, your life journey. However, behind the heart and the fourth chakra, it's called your world task. So you have two things that you must learn to accomplish. How can you affect the life of you and all those around you in your life task, and how can you make the world a better place than what you found it in your world task? And that holds, again, back to your heart song. What gifts have you been given that you want to use for the good of all mankind, for the good of the world? And your heart will help you discern that. It's called your heart song. And once you start to learn that passion within you, you'll just take off. When you're doing the thing that you want to do for this world and for the, and for the people around you, your family, your friends, and everyone, your heart just sings. You're glad to get up in the morning. You're glad to sing your song. So, Bonnie, I encourage everybody to look inside and say, what makes me happy? And if you're stuck in a job that you absolutely hate, you know it's not your heart song. Right. That's exactly correct. So, when, um, and I, as I'm listening to you, Pat, I'm thinking about all of the past with the Native Americans. You know, the, all of the fights and the, and how do they perceive that? I'm going to say back to you what I heard you say. I'm not sure it came through very well. Are you saying that how do the Native Americans perceive what? The past. All of the fighting and, um, um, you know, when they were put on reservations and all that sort of thing. Oh, 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 the injustices that were done to them. Yes. 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 There's still a lot of hurt in many of the um, hearts on the different reservations. I know I go to some of the uh, powwows and so forth, and there's always the the few. It, it is getting much less over the years, but there is a few that still call us the Bahanas. The Bahanas is not a nice name. We are the white Bahanas, which means that we have taken everything from them. However, the elders that I work with um, in the Navajo, the uh, Lakota, the uh, Hopi, um, those tribes and so forth, and particularly down in South America also, which were also raped and their land taken away, they're starting to heal. And so they realize that that is a time that they have to forgive. And so that, that forgiveness, their big hearts are allowing them now to experience that bonding again. Um, you know, our world is moving into the fifth dimension, and the fifth dimension is all about unity. And so the unity comes together when all the races, all the creeds, all the colors, all the belief systems can start to realize we all hurt. All of our hearts hurt for one reason or another. And right. I find that I find that happening more and more now as I'm out there among the different nationalities. And we see it in our own comp- uh, country with the disruptions of the various groups and the mm. injustices that they feel they've gone through. But 
among all of those, there is still what I call the healers, the light workers, that are now starting to spread that healing throughout the world, and it's and it's manifesting very quickly. Isn't that wonderful that it is manifesting? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. It is. It is. But they're, they so they're getting past the resentment of uh, being put on a reservation. Bonnie, I'm sorry, you're cracking up again. Could you make that clearer? So they are the Native Americans are dealing with the fact that they were put on reservations. Yes, actually, they have now made it their sacred ground. It's like any of us who have been moved into different areas and we were uncertain as to what this all meant to us and and we didn't like the move and we fought it every bit of the way. But as each generation comes forward, you see that is now their home. And like all of us who adjust, they have adjusted also. They've come to love their land. I mean, when you go out on the reservations, it is the most beautiful land in the United States. And and really, just the sunsets that are out there in Arizona are breathtaking. And when you move up into some of the other locations, uh, I lived up around the Great Lakes uh, in Buffalo, New York. That's where I was born. And when you go up there and you see the land and, and just the um, the sanctity of it all and how well the natives take care of Mother Earth, we, the Bahanas, the white people, and, and the other races are the ones that are destroying the Earth. You will never find a Native American that doesn't honor Mother Earth. So do they have their same problems that we have? You betcha. Is there a big drug problem? Yes. Is there a big alcohol problem? Yes. Is there a lot of depression and and pain on the reservations? Bonnie, there is. But you know what? I work here in the inner city, and I see it every day in my practice. It's no different here than it is there. Uh Uh-huh. That's an interesting piece of information, you know, that we're all going through the same stuff. And so uh, this world needs healing. <laughs> it needs desperate healing. But it does indeed. It does indeed. Uh, Pat, I am so interested in what you're saying that we need to take another quick break. Okay, Bonnie. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Biohacking for Health is working with your individual biology to gain access to and control over the systems within your body. It allows you to explore your biology and improve health and wellness. 
Each of us has unique genetic profiles and physiology that require individualized approaches. On Biohacking for Optimal Health, Dr. Daniel Stickler and his expert guests provide a roadmap to navigate the world of biohacking human potential. Tune in every Thursday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. You want to have the highest quality of life possible, and you want to live as healthy a life as possible, so you can do everything you want to do. But there are all kinds of myths with regard to what's right, what's healthy, and what is best. Debunk that misinformation by tuning into Shattering the Status Quo with Dr. Michael Quast. You should be able to make your own choices with your health and your life. And you should be well-informed to make those choices. Tune in every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Transformational Healing, To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie, and you are on listening to Transformational Healing. I'm so glad you're with us today, and our special guest is Pat Flory, and she has been talking about the Native Americans and also about her her name, her Native American name, which is the Rainbow Grandmother or Windsong Spirit, so let's Go back and hear some more from Pat. Pat? Hello, Bonnie. Yes. Can you tell us about your private practice here in Houston? Yes, I'd love to. Uh, My private practice I have had for almost 20 years now. I graduated from the Barbara Brennan School of Healing and then went on and got my Bachelor of Science degree in energy medicine. So what that means to um, the listener is that it's working with the hands and the heart of healing. In other words, we we use the energy of the body, because all things are energy, and we use that to identify um, the energy that is what we call the dark buildups within the aura, or the dark argon energy is our technical word for it. And that is where you've blocked yourself off from the light and from your own song and from your own spirit. So that causes disease. And that happens through many ways, shapes, and forms. So the physical disease will manifest itself. And I see many people in my practice that have the physical disease. But I also know the way the body works with disease and the energy of disease. Underneath... Every pain in the body is an emotion. And that emotion, if you can touch into that cellular level, will release through the limbic brain. That's the memory brain. And it carries that emotion. And then the client will suddenly realize or have a story or a part of their life flash before them. It's called a flashback. And they will suddenly realize that, oh, my gosh, 
This is where I cut myself off. This is where I couldn't speak my truth. This is where someone else stole my power away from me. This is where I was unkind. And so through all of that emotional baggage that we carry, our body gets filled up and filled up and filled up. And that's where the disease process comes in. We just can't plain hold it inside anymore. It has to be expressed. So the clients that come to me come for many reasons. Um, I also am part of the Veteran Stress Project, which is now known as the Stress Project. And it's not only for veterans, but it's for their families. And so we deal a lot with the PTSD. These are um, our soldiers that have gone to war, our warriors that have returned and have all kinds of pain. And we have found that by releasing that emotional baggage that they carry, those sleepless nights that they've had for 10 years are suddenly gone. They don't have to relive the trauma, but we take it through as though it's a movie, and they're the director and the producer of the movie. And so, therefore, if they can watch it and not be attached to it emotionally, their own emotions just seem to heal. And so we do positive affirmations along with it. This uh, particular skill is called emotional freedom technique. It's also known as tapping. And it's the most phenomenal release of emotions I have ever seen in my healing career. So I use it just about with every patient that comes to me because we all have stress and trauma in our lives. And this is a good way to um, to rid the body of this so the, the buildup doesn't cause the disease process. Great. The other, the other part of my practice, Bonnie, is um, I, I usually don't do children, but recently I've had some children come, and they have ADD and ADHD. And this is, again, a short-circuiting of the energy in the body. If you put your electrician hat on for a moment, you know when you have a short circuit, it just doesn't work right. If you've got a light bulb that keeps flickering or if you've got a socket that's weak, you just can't get the full power. Well, that's what's happening with these diseases that manifest. <clears throat> the, um, the way they're short-circuited determines what the body can handle because it's not used to short-circuiting. Mm-hmm. And so in that in that way, we we end up with um, aches and pains and so forth also. So the energy healer goes in, just like the electrician, and looks for the meridians, which are your main power currents. And we make sure they're running. We have 12 meridians. We also look at the aura, which is our personality. It's our place of storing the, the blocks of emotions. And it's also the vortexes of energy. We have seven physical and we have five other spiritual ones. And so when the energy is not flowing, that means that the organs of our body cannot get what they need to be nourished. And so they start to rebel. And that gives us our wake-up calls. Right. Right. So, do you have any Native American ceremonies coming up this fall? Um, actually, we did have one planned out in Sedona, which had to be canceled. Um, some of the elders just couldn't make it. But as far as the classes go that I have for my school, 
um, those are on my website. And people can go to www.touchofhealinginstitute.com and I'll keep you abreast of the Native American ceremonies as well as the classes that I teach. Cool. And do you have a telephone number that you want to give on the air? Yes. My my office number is 281-469-2773. All righty. You can also reach me by email. And sometimes that's easier, Bonnie, because I'm usually in session or can't get to the phone in time. And that that email is P-A-Flurry, F-L-E-U-R-Y, at sbcglobal.net. Okay. So let me just repeat that. That's P-A-Flurry, F-L-U-E-R-Y. Nope, at, nope. nope, got to stop there. It's the French spelling. It's F-L-E-U-R-Y. E-U. Good, I'm glad we spelled it. Okay, at sbcglobal.net. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pat, it's just about closing time, and I would like to thank you indeed very much for being on our show today on Transformational Healing. And I know that our listeners learned a lot from you today. So, until next time, we'll be talking to you. Thank you, Bonnie. It's been a real pleasure and a special pleasure to know you. You're an amazing woman. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, and we'll talk to you uh, down the road. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.